Seth Burchett, your host, and uh, it has been a long time since I've been able to speak with you all uh, in any sort of <laughs> length other than a couple of tweets and, and Facebook messages on World Mental Health Day. Uh, it's been a long ride for me, and uh, this is kind of an update episode. It's kind of a get back on track episode for those of you that have stuck with it and uh, have been looking forward to it. Uh, I do appreciate you hanging in there with me. We'll talk a little bit about why I haven't been doing episodes, what has come up, and, and those sorts of, of things. I will remind you, if you are listening for the first time, to go back and check out the first episode. That does a great job of letting you know who I am, what my story is, and why I'm doing this, because I think that's important to understand to know before you dive into any of the other episodes, including this one. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. It's WrestleMindPod on Twitter. Facebook is Wrestling With The Mind. Or you can email us, WrestlingWithTheMind at gmail.com. So, let's backtrack here. Uh, I've not done an episode... In almost two months, it's been a long time since I've been able to get an episode in. Um, and that's for two reasons. One, it's been hard to find guests. Um, my Rolodex of people that I know that are willing to share their story with you, um, that has sort of dried up. I've got another guest lined up and potentially a co-host, depending on how things go, a colleague of mine. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to be able to produce more uh, content that is consistent because I think that's important for a podcast. But again, I want to apologize for, for everyone that has been waiting for a new episode. Um, it has been um, a whirlwind for me over the past couple of months. Nothing bad has happened. I don't want it to come across like that. But um, as I've mentioned in my first episode, I'm a teacher. I teach high school. I'm, uh, I teach freshmen uh, at a local high school here in Kentucky. And um, I'm a first-year teacher. So getting out, teaching, uh, that has been uh, one of the greatest things that has ever happened to me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky to be doing what I do and building relationships with students. Um, but at the same time, it's also very stressful because just like anything that you do new, you're not real sure uh, what is coming next. There's a lot of anxiety associated with that for me because, um, to be quite honest, day to day, I don't always know what I'm doing with my students. And uh, I know <laughs> to some of you that might sound a little or unorganized, irresponsible, um, but that's teaching sometimes. Uh, you know, I get up every morning and go into school and make sure I'm there at least an hour early before I see students 
just so I can hammer down my plan for the day. I generally have an idea of what I'm doing each day, but I, I don't know specifically. So that creates a lot of anxiety. And with that comes days where I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like that I'm not serving my students well enough. I feel like I'm worthless to people around me. And that has kind of set in uh, over these past couple of months. And despite the fact that I have those days, I, I do have more good days than bad days. But I, I still am having those bad days um, or have had a, a good amount of them. And to put on top of that, uh, I have entered the coaching world. I think I've mentioned that in previous episodes that that I coach. Um, I coach football at the junior high system that uh, or the junior high that feeds into my high school so that has taken a tremendous amount of time uh, away from me and I don't want it to sound like it's taking time away in a negative way I, I enjoy doing it um, it's something that I wanted to do when I got into teaching coaching was something that was of interest to me but at the same time it again adds more stress it again takes away time that um, that that I don't have a lot of free time, or at least I didn't. Uh, my my season is over now, which is part of the reason why I'm able to to get this podcast out now. But um, you know that that takes up time, and when you're dealing with depression and anxiety, and, and the way that I do, and let me throw this out there, you know, once more, I've said it. Um, before in previous episodes, I'm no doctor, so don't take anything I say necessarily to heart. Just, you know, I'm here trying to relate to people. I'm trying to put my story out there in my day-to-day life, my struggles day-to-day out there so that other people may relate to them. And maybe it helps them out a little bit. So coaching at one point in time for me was a a six-day-a-week thing. We were playing a lot of games on Saturdays, and um, not every game was on Saturday, but it, it always felt like something was coming up on Saturday, where Sunday is the only day that I have to myself. And one of the most important things when you're dealing with depression and anxiety, or, or any mental illness, for that matter, is, is self-care. You have to take care of yourself, no matter what. So... Um, I have taken what little bit of free time that I've had over the past couple of months, and it's not been much, and instead of of channeling that energy into a podcast and putting more pressure on myself, what I have done is taken that time to take care of myself. Um, Sometimes that is playing video games, as I've mentioned in, in other episodes, where it just kind of takes my mind off of everything. Uh, sometimes that's watching sports, which most of the time is not a stressful thing, but uh, can be uh, at times. So that's been kind of the story here is I have taken time away to take care of myself, to make sure that I don't fall down low, that I don't fall into that valley that I have fallen into in the past and and at times have set up camp and lived in in the past. And therefore, um, the podcast has taken a back seat. And for those of you that listen, I I do apologize. 
I know people are listening. I've seen the numbers. Um, I know there's a great deal of you that are listening, and um, I thank you for that. Uh, in fact, the numbers have even went up any amount of time that, that we weren't uh, on the air. Or I guess with podcasts, you're not necessarily on the air. Um, it's harkening uh, back to my radio days, but, um, you know, that, that I've been up that my podcasts have been up. And in that time, without putting up new episodes, uh, the numbers have still went up. And that's amazing because this is obviously helping somebody. I don't know who. I've not gotten any sort of interaction, which is fine. Not everybody wants to reach out and say, hey, I deal with mental illness too. Um, It would be nice. So if you're listening and you're comfortable, even if you're just saying, hey, I'm listening, um, don't want to come on, don't, you know, nothing like that. Just, hey, I'm listening and it helps. That would be fantastic uh, because that would be fuel to keep me going. So um, even back, you know, back to teaching, uh, I mentioned my day-to-day has been hectic. It's been stressful. Um, This is not a a, a cry for me pity party. I don't want it to come across that way because I'm very fulfilled in what I'm doing. I just understand that my brain works differently than most people. Uh, I understand that when – Dealing with a mental illness, my brain doesn't function in the same way that it does for other people. And therefore, I decide to to handle things differently from time to time. So, um, you know, even on those days when I know that I'm having a rough day, that I know I'm in a bad way, that I'm that I'm, my depression is, is getting the best of me, my dark passenger is getting the best of me, I still get up and, you know, make sure that I get in because there are students, there are kids that need me. There are people that need me. And that has been the driving force in me um, keeping going every single day. Um, It's been fulfilling because I've had students that have dealt with similar things as me that I've been able to help, or at least I think I've been able to help a little bit, um, I don't go into great detail about what I deal with, but I do, I have revealed it to a couple of students. And, you know, quite honestly, for teenagers, that's incredibly important to have someone who says, hey, I understand. I'm, you know, I've been there and it's, it's okay to, to not be normal and it's okay to not feel like everybody else. Uh, I dealt with it when I was a teenager and I didn't have anybody to, to say that sort of thing to me. So I try to provide that uh, for my students, and um, I've been able to do that in, in a couple of, of instances, and, and that I, I take great pride in because that's part of the reason why I got into to, to teaching, to be quite honest, is so that nobody had to feel the way that I felt, or at least feel that way alone, that there's somebody down in the trenches with them. Uh, for lack of a better phrase, that there's somebody there that want to want to help that that understand. So um, there's that uh, the the coaching thing. You know, I don't necessarily uh, that doesn't enter the coaching world too much. Where I'm more focused on whether a kid takes the right step off the line of scrimmage than uh, than how they're doing mentally. Um, although there is that whole you know, you've got to be mentally prepared to play a, a football game. But 
um, that that hasn't peaked in, but it has taken a lot of my time. Now to partner with that, um, I did receive a fall break. That's part of the school system. We get breaks from time to time, in, in part so that we can keep our sanity. And uh, I went to Florida, um, which is about eight eight and a half hours from where I live uh, to where we went. And that is also a, a big struggle for me. And I. I want to do a travel episode at some point because if you're anything like me, and chances are if you're listening, somebody is, or at least where this is concerned, you have issues with travel. Now, for me, it's it's a couple of different things. Um, one is just the fact that, that I'm six foot six. Vehicles are not made for six foot six people. Airplanes are not made for six foot six people. I'm living in a short world. Now, uh, that's only part of it. So, generally, I'm uncomfortable when I travel. Uh, I don't travel much for this reason. But um, it, it's the unknown. So, I've, not, I've never really traveled all that much. Um, I'm always afraid something's going to happen. That's part of the anxiety, I think, that kicks in and says, hey... Something bad's gonna happen. It's almost like um, like Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And I think I apply that to travel. I apply it to new situations. Anytime that that I'm in them, and um, for for this trip, I I was terrified. Uh, I was scared to leave home and go eight and a half hours away to the beach. Now. That, for a lot of people, is something you look forward to. And I did in, in, in some respects because I knew I'd be at the beach. I wouldn't be working. I could just chill out. It was a, it was a fun trip for my wife and I to go down and spend. We spent almost a week. I think we spent four full days uh, at the beach. Our hotel was right on the beach. It was nice. But, again, I'm uncomfortable. I'm in situations that I don't know. I'm in unfamiliar territory um I you know I, I don't know anywhere I'm going and that always just kind of sets me off a little bit and I sort of become reclusive in a way so even though we were at the beach I didn't all the time I didn't want to leave the hotel room <laughs> which sounds silly you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking wow you're at the beach why don't you want to be at the beach because I don't know any I don't know where I'm at and I think the the unknown is is something for um, for those like myself it is something that's that's hard to deal with because our brain tells us, "Hey, something's wrong. Hey, something's going to happen. Hey, you don't know where you're at." And you start to freak out a little bit. At least I do, and it creates panic attacks. And I had my fair share of panic attacks. But the trip down there is let me focus on that first. So it's eight hours, eight and a half hours or so. And um, the travel actually wasn't that bad. Uh, we we uh, pretty much had a straight shot. We stopped a couple of times, one at a rest area and one to get something to eat off of the interstate and uh, to stop at a Walmart. I'm, I'm a big fan of Walmarts. Uh, I don't necessarily know why other than the fact that I collect wrestling action figures and I like to look at various Walmarts for them. Um, 
but we, you know, it's it was a good opportunity to stretch my legs. Um, I I do have some back issues from time to time, so I said, okay, let's let's stop off here at this Walmart. We ate at a uh, Whataburger for the first time, which was really good. I've never been to a Whataburger. There's not any of those really around me. Um, there's not really many of those in Kentucky that I'm aware of. So we stopped at a Whataburger, ate there, and then we're back on the road. So how do I have to handle travel? Uh, with being so tall, um, we're in a Honda Civic, which is not a big vehicle by any stretch, but the gas mileage is amazing, so we take the Honda Civic. I basically lay down the whole time because that's the only way that I can manage an eight-hour trip. Uh, so the seat goes all the way back. I, I usually take a pillow, a blanket. I, I kind of get comfortable. But the thing that has helped me tremendously in travel, and not that everybody can do this. My wife is great and drove the whole way. She loves to drive. So that worked out for me. But the thing about it was um, she uh, allows me to plug in uh, a travel DVD player or an iPad because Netflix is great now. You can download things and watch them even when you're not um, on the Internet. So um, what happened was I would watch movies or TV shows with this travel DVD that was very uh, comforting to me. And it took my mind off of it. it. Took my mind off the travel. Took my mind off the fact that I was in a car going somewhere unfamiliar to me. And uh, and we plugged the, the audio cable in, the AUX cable, into the car. So the it's coming through the car. And the wife gets to listen. She's happy about that. And uh, it made the trip much more bearable. So there's that. So that that's how I handled travel to and from. And it was it was tremendous. Um, it made the trip much easier than uh, had I not had that. Because had I not had that, I would have just been miserable. Uh, I'm not the type that can read in a vehicle. It move you know the car moves too much for me to focus on reading. I admire people that can do that. I'm just not one of those people. It hurts my eyes, but I can watch something, and that's what I did. So um, we get there, everything's good. We get in, we got a nice hotel room. Then we, that first night, go to a local Walmart. Um, we had a, sort of a kitchenette type thing, and um, we we bought some groceries because we couldn't afford to eat out every meal, which I don't think many people can. So uh, we got stuff, and we you know cooked in the in the hotel room uh probably once maybe twice a day on on a couple of occasions but uh it was a beautiful view and it was really relaxing but even in that relaxing moment even in that relaxing time i could not could not um be completely stress free i could not be worry free it's like my brain says hey if we're not worrying about something something is wrong that if we're, we don't have something that, that we're focused on um, in a negative way, then we don't, we, we don't feel right. And so I'm always worrying about something on the trip. You know, uh, traffic bothers me. Uh, it makes me anxious. It, it makes me antsy. There were times when we were in traffic on one of these uh, busy beach roads 
that I felt like I was crawling out of my own skin. And, and at times felt like a caged animal. Um, that's the best way I know to describe it. So uh, the one thing that I really did enjoy, uh, I think because it, it kind of took me back to my childhood, is, is I went fishing on a pier. Now, I didn't fish on a pier in my youth, but I did fish a lot and caught a few fish. So it was a really cool thing. Uh, that, that part I really enjoyed. It was two hours of me not worrying about anything, just whether I was going to get the fish to bite. And despite the fact that uh, the, the bait that I had was frozen when I bought it at the pier and would not stay on the hook as, as much um, or as well as I would have liked, uh, and I was too gung-ho and didn't want to let anything thaw, uh, it was still really fun. I caught four or five fish uh, from the pier, so, so that was really cool. So anyways... Um, you know, met some friends that were down there too from, from the same area and hung out with them a little bit. So, um, overall it, it was a good trip for me. It was getting away. Um, I recommend people do that. And I know a trip to Florida or a trip somewhere like that isn't practical for everybody. It was, um, something we had saved up for, for a long time, but I recommend getting away. Um, you're, you're, you're you know, depression, anxiety, your mental illness, wh whatever it is, um, that's not going to go away while you're down there. But it, it's not as, as active, I don't think, um, as it is in your day-to-day. -day. Um, even though I had some panic attacks and I had some moments where I was very anxious, I was still um, better off because I was away from everything that had stressed me previously. So that's good. Um, travel back was fine, same thing. Uh, downloaded a bunch of like forensic files episodes, so we just kind of had a forensic files marathon on the way home. It was it was kind of nice. Um, I enjoy those shows; it makes me think. And um, and and so that was the trip back. Uh, so in the time between, it's just been the day to day for me. It's been the 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 fighting every day with myself to go in to teach. Um, that's not to say, you know, every day is not like that. I don't want it to come across that way. But there are many days like that where it's hard to get up. It's hard to get moving. Um, so the thing that I have done is given myself things to look forward to. And a lot of times, and unfortunately at the expense of this podcast, has been a, a day off, a day where I don't really do anything, a day where... Uh, I, I, I can play games or watch sports or just do nothing. And that is, is very helpful for me. And so now I have a little bit more time. I, I don't have any coaching responsibilities until next summer. And, and therefore, I will have more time. I will put as much effort as I can into the podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to start getting things out weekly. I don't want this to be the type of podcast that shows up, does a few episodes, disappears, shows up, do a couple of episodes, disappears. I don't want it to be that. But I do want people to understand. I do want you all to understand that are listening. It is not intentional. I have not intentionally said, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, that has never been the case. In fact, today, as 
Uh, I'm recording this episode on the 28th of October. I usually record on Sunday mornings. It comes out on Mondays, generally speaking. I was having computer issues. Um, It's been so long since I've opened up my laptop that my computer thinks it's three months ago. And and I've had to, uh, I've got frustrated and almost just threw everything down and said, forget it, because it was stressing me out. It was creating this anxiety, again, um, that stress typically causes me. And uh, I said, you know what? I said I was going to do this. I set the time aside. And people deserve it. And so I fought through computer troubles, about a half an hour of them. And I finally got everything up and running and, and ready to go. And so... Um, that is kind of the update for me. Uh, it's been a kind of a wild, busy, stressful couple of months. And I apologize to anybody that uh, was out there depending on this. I don't know if anyone depends on this podcast or not. I don't know how many people it actually helps. I know people are interested. I know there's a need. And I know that people are listening. But um, if you were... If you're one of those people, uh, and I did check the email periodically from time to time just to see if anybody was uh, emailing or reaching out. So I was keeping up, but, um, you know, without people saying, hey, we need this or, or hey, something's going on, um, you know, we need to hear someone talk about the things that we deal with, um, I did not uh, put in the time because I was taking care of myself, and I hope Many of you can relate to that, understand that, respect that, um, because it's an it's an important part of mental health. It's an important part of people who deal with mental health issues is taking care of yourself. That is, if you come away with nothing else from this episode, please, please, please come away with knowing that you need to take care of yourself. Um and sometimes I, I have to do that, and sometimes things will take a back seat. Um, this is one of those things that, unfortunately, has had to take a back seat. But right now I'm in a good place. Right now I'm in a place that will allow me to do this. And therefore, um, I'm going to keep trucking on. You know, I'm going to keep putting out episodes, whether it's just me or if I can find some guests. Um, I know upcoming, I have a colleague of mine who is going to come on and, and tell her story. Uh, so that's that's one that, that's going to happen soon. My wife is going to do an episode and just kind of talk about what it's like to live with someone who has a mental illness when they themselves do not. And therefore, um, that's, that's a couple of the next episodes that are coming up. My colleague uh, might end up becoming a co-host. I think she's interested in that potentially. And I think that would be good um, and and something that's not just my voice that, that you can hear and uh, it's a nice, uh, nice change because it's hard to listen to just one voice for so long. I understand that. I know that. Uh, my radio training has taught me that. So um, I just want you all to know that I care. Uh, I still do. I'm still out there fighting the good fight uh, every single day. Uh, is a struggle, and uh, I know you all know that too because if you're listening, chances are you're dealing with something as well. Just know that you are not alone. Um, I'm still here. You know, I'm not hard to find. You can always reach out to me, 
And this is a good uh, time to start wrapping up this episode. It is a little shorter than the others. It's just me kind of giving an update and saying, hey, I'm still here. Um, I have not forgotten and I'm uh, back, so to speak. So, again, you can always reach out to me, to the show, uh, on Twitter at Wrestling – let me rewind that – at WrestleMindPod. That is the Twitter account. Wrestling with the Mind on Facebook and uh, Wrestling with the Mind at gmail.com. I again want to apologize. I, I feel like I've let so many people down. I feel like that um, I have uh, dropped the ball, so to speak. But sometimes I think you have to do that to take care of yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Um, if As long as I can take care of myself, I can help take care of all of you uh, as best I can. And, uh, and, and that's my goal is to help people. Um, that's the only reason that I've started this podcast. Mental health is an issue that is never talked about, um, or almost never. Uh, it, it's something that takes a back seat. It's something that is taboo. That It's something that, that many people just don't believe is real. Uh, and it is, and there's a lot of us that deal with it and deal with it every day. So just know that I'm there with you, um, that you're not alone, and, and to always take care of yourself. So uh, until next week, and there will be an episode next week, I promise you that, uh, that has been the podcast. You've been listening to Wrestling With The Mind. I'm Seth Burchett saying you may not be okay, and that's okay. Thanks for listening.